This is a podcast from Rover. It's the Slam Dunk. Okay, so I hope you will consider this slam dunk to be me at my most sceptical and cynical best. Okay, so I'm drawing on 30 years of seeing how the decision makers um, screw us and remove any of the rare good bits that we might get to enjoy, you know, while feathering their own nest. This is going to be a very, very cynical sort of approach. And then they unceremoniously pull the ladder up, flip the bird, and say, fuck you at the same time. So this is what happens. Welcome to New Zealand, and the country is now almost $2 trillion housing market, $1.6 trillion. I've been in it um, since the age of 24, when I bought a half share in a terribly built apartment that most of the main banks wouldn't lend on, despite me being a customer since birth. So I exited the market at age 49, just recently, after what shall we call it, I sold the family home as the snakes lined up, hissing at me with their hands out. It's otherwise known as a divorce. But trust me, I feel free, and I'm a free man. Anyway, I got not one cent of help for what was my first home. Those were the days, stiff upper lip, suck on that son, hope it hurts, and I hope we made it hard for you. Anyway, welcome to the New Zealand housing market. And since then, we have had huge, huge developments. The prices have gone up 300%. Uh, so those in the market have caned it, but wages have only gone up by about 24%. So those entering the market are being rogered and then rogered again. Welcome to hell. Take a seat. You've got a place here permanently. So yeah, it's got harder to buy a house in your country. And that's why 600,000 Kiwis minus the 7,000 bad ones who were sent home on fully paid one-way airfares. That's why we own houses in Australia, 600,000 of us. Cheaper, easier, more assistance from the government. My two nieces, one's a mechanic, both in their 20s, own their own homes in Australia. Isn't that impressive? Don't tell anyone. My other two nieces are moaning about New Zealand wages and they're likely to go and join them in Australia, but don't tell their mother. Anyway, so who said that might improve the IQ of both countries with my nieces going there? No, I'm joking, girls. In case you do something rare and listen to one of my podcasts one day. We are totally ram raiding our own people in the first home buyer's market. Yes, they're back in the market, but they've been ram raided. The next in the following generations, by making it now nine impossible to buy a home unless your parents have coin and deep, deep wells of money, or they have batches where their neighbours go to as well, you know, like the diverse, eccentric places like Omaha and the cultural melting pot of Waiheke. So, you know, your parents own places there, they can help you out with the bank of mum and dad. You know, they can borrow against those mansions and see you're right. But if you're on your own as a first home buyer, you're in trouble. House prices just climb and climb and climb. Wonderful if you own, not so great if you're trying to enter the race and finish it with a house, you see. This is how it works and how it rolls because those in the industry uh, have told me. People hold land, then they release it slowly. Land rules, okay? And we've allowed the developers and the landowners to control this game and they have held tightly onto land and released it when they like, slowly of course, to the chosen ones, the developers, who pump up prices and sell you their house because they own the land. So you could have bought one of their houses and one of their designs. That's how it works. And it's kept prices astronomically high in New Zealand. Add in the hands-off governments and councils who sat by for 20 years and wrote report after report then took the reports home and used them as fire starters on the bonfire. No one did anything of consequence but sat by and watched as prices climbed and climbed. And homeowners felt really wealthy. They felt great. They bought the next house and the next one and the next one. But for the first home buyers, they just looked and said, I can't do this. Councils who could have changed planning rules and released land were too busy giving their mates traffic management contracts. You know, the stop-go signs, the overbloated pay of that. And the chosen few were patting themselves on the back saying, we're doing well here. Aren't we smart in effect screwing all these further other people, the little people, you know, the non-influencers, the hard-working, forgotten PAYE wage warriors who thought if they just keep turning up to work and working hard, their day will come and they'll get a house. It hasn't happened. Their success hasn't been honoured and rewarded. And you'll get your slice of heaven, but they didn't. And when we turned up at the, at the purdy gates and said, housing, all we got was the front door with a sign on it saying, ah, that way over there, mate, this is hell. And this is what it's been for so many New Zealanders. Here's my point. Even KiwiSaver, which is meant to help first home buyers, is incredibly hard to access. If you wish to put it towards a house, it's quite difficult. And this is your money. 
KiwiSaver has been messed with by so many successive governments, I, I, I don't get it anymore. I think people have lost the faith. National took away the bonus $1,000 kickstart and halved the government's contribution, and of course, they can easily sit there and do that, as the records show MPs from all parties already own multiple homes. Some own more than six and seven and eight. Some own ten. So they don't mind messing with the settings. They don't care if you miss out. They're sitting pretty. Why help you? So old misery guts writes the rules for KiwiSaver, and it's so tough that few qualify. You must earn sweet F all, and the house must not cost more than about 600k. Well, that's going to shut you out, isn't it, of Auckland? Where are the $600,000 houses in Auckland? And this scheme is pointless. Anyway, they need to keep up with the times and what's relevant in the market. What's the point of KiwiSaver assisting you into home ownership in the southland town of, say, Riverton, if the jobs in Takapuna or Auckland's North Shore? Why build Kiwi build homes in, in Wanaka? Build them where the jobs are. Governments have their heads so firmly up their own asses they don't spend much time navigating the real world and see the little people getting creative with housing. So this is what happens in housing solutions. Because they have to, right? Because they can't afford anywhere else. So people are building tiny homes. Some of them put them on wheels to put a roof over their head. But guess what? Put wheels on your house and you can't access your KiwiSaver funds because it's not allowed. If you buy a boat and call it home, I won't qualify. Governments need to move as quickly as the market does, but they never do. Kiwis are creative because we've been forced to be creative. But can those making and implementing and enforcing the rules, can you keep up with us, please? Or if you can't, then move aside and give the job to someone whose feet are on the ground and their nose isn't halfway up their own backside. Because you need to stay in touch with us. You've got to. It's time to focus on the imprisoned generation of the first-home buyers who have been locked out for generations. They are working their backsides off, but their savings and their return on that is much lower than the housing price increases. So they can't even keep up with their savings. So design schemes like KiwiSaver to be more flexible and allow for tiny homes on wheels to be counted as someone's house for the purposes of them getting assistance. Or would you rather enforce misery knowing that you're sweet and to hell with the others around the country? Well, I don't reckon that's the right way to go. Hmm, maybe you should hand something down to their children and their children and your children and their grandchildren. These people are not a threat to you. They are your fellow countrymen and women. And I say give them a break, give them a chance and a chance at getting ahead. You did, why can't they? Loosen the criteria on some of the rules to take into account the rapidly changing market conditions and the changing market conditions and the definition of what's a house. It's not always a mansion, but sometimes a small shed on wheels might be someone's home. And that's the most important place for them. As long as they can access their money to help them achieve that, why not? Come on, New Zealand, do the right thing.